Welcome to the St. Gabriel Catholic Radio Week Faith Dialogue with Bishop Robert J. Brennan, Bishop for the Diocese of Columbus, for the fifth week of Lent. Welcome, Your Excellency, Bishop Brennan. Hello, it's good to talk to you and to all of our listeners on St. Gabriel Radio. Thank you so much for joining us last week during our Spirit Drive. Uh, It was a fun time, wasn't it? It really was. We had a lot of laughs, but uh, we also talked some serious uh, about some serious topics about the life of the church here in central Ohio and the mission of evangelization and the way that St. Gabriel plays such an important part in that mission. Kind of looking back on it, I see it almost as a kickoff for uh, the call for all the laity to get more involved in being a missionary disciple. Exactly, and that's certainly our goal together as the diocese through our real presence, real future, our, all of us taking up that task of knowing Jesus, loving Jesus, and sharing the good news about Jesus with love. We have, uh, we're wrapping up the 40 days of adoration before we get to Palm Sunday this Sunday. Uh, I know that that has been a great uh, event for our diocese and that you plan on doing that again next year. Indeed, yes, very much so. People have been asking for that, and I'm thrilled that there's that interest. Um, I myself have found it very moving, um, and so so many people have told me how much they've enjoyed it, um, that they've enjoyed making the pilgrimages. Parishes have enjoyed the graces of hosting the pilgrimage, um, the the pilgrimage sites, um, and it's it's just been. Um, so moving, so important uh, to just to take this dedicated time to make the intention of going somewhere. Um, that's been true for me, and I think so many people have found it. This week is kind of interesting for me. I'm catching up with a couple of groups. I was able to catch up with one group a couple of weeks ago, St. Paul Outreach. Um, um, th- this week I'll be connecting more with... Um, um, I, last night I was with young Catholic professionals, and not that we're doing anything. It's just we're the groups are making a, a, a committed time um, to be together to pray, and so I've been able to pray with them in in a very informal way, and find that so um, that that that's something that builds us up that we're connected in prayer. So um, I, I have. Um, I know the Damascus crowd this week and the Toltenites. Um, uh, so, so, so it's great to see that groups are incorporating the 40 days into uh, their activities in their life. Any special conversations you've had after the adoration that you'd like to share with our listeners? Most of it is, uh, again, people saying that they really appreciate this and uh, what the effect that it's had on... Um, on their own spirituality, and, um, and, and and some of the priests have told me how much of a boost it was, a shot in the arm, to have people coming and visiting and praying. Some of the priests used the time for confessions and found that to be a, a moving time. So those are most of the conversations. Um, it's people talking about... Um, their their experience of these days. I had one lady t- uh, in um, Newark tell me a very funny, a touching story, funny story, but um, she said during these days as, as uh, things become more, you know, we become more connected. In some ways we're more disconnected because of the distancing, but in other ways, because everybody's going out of their way, we're more connected. She's been watching Daily Mass from Knock Shrine in, in Ireland, from Our Lady of, L- of Knock. 
and uh, and she, she was telling me that she was uh, catching up on a program about the last of the visionaries to die, John Curry. Um, and uh, he died in New York and was buried actually on Long Island, but his remains were translated now to Old St. Patrick uh, Cathedral. And she was talking about the uh, watching reports of, of that translation. And she said, you were there. And I was. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, yes. So, you know, people are making connections. That is a beautiful thing. Uh, this week we enter into one of the holiest weeks, uh, starting uh, the, the next several days. We have the Feast of uh, the Annunciation of Our Lord to Mary, uh, where she says, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done unto me according to your word. Yes, exactly. You know, we the Church gives us, generally speaking, the way the calendar falls, but generally two breaks, if you will, in uh, for Lent. So we had last week the Solemnity of St. Joseph, and this week the Solemnity of um, uh, uh, of the Annunciation. So a little bit of Christmas gets uh, injected into our Lenten spirituality. And so there's a little bit of a joyful day as we celebrate the Annunciation on Thursday. And, and that joy is combined with a sense of gratitude for Mary's great yes, but also um, the reminder to us to be open to God's work in our lives. Mm. And uh, this Sunday is Palm Sunday as we enter Holy Week. Exactly. And so right after that little break, we enter into the deeper part of Lent. Um, Really, already this week, the liturgies are starting to focus us on the cross of Christ. Jesus talks, he's, we heard this last, the last two Sundays, he uses the image of being left lifted up. And the Son of Man he is lifted up, he tells uh, Nicodemus, um, he, the Son of Man will be lifted up so all who believe in him might have eternal life. And this past Sunday, we heard him telling the crowds that when the Son of Man is lifted up, he will draw all people to himself. I, I imagine this large embrace. And then today, we hear the image of Jesus being lifted up so that we will know that I am, that he is, that, that it's God who comes among us. So his glorification is his cross. So the church is asking us really now to start to focus our attention on the cross of Jesus. And next week will really focus us as we prepare to celebrate his resurrection. We go very deeply into um the mysteries of the cross. And the challenge that the church places before us this week is to recognize that this week has to be very, very different than any other week. Any other week. So um, we need, this is a, um, this is really um, a week that stands out among all those. And, and it's so easy to just let it be another week like every other week. We do our work, we do our chores. We, uh, No, the church is asking to stop. This is Holy Week. Can we make this week holy? Um, can we focus on Jesus in a way that we normally wouldn't? Why is it so important for us to enter into the Passion? Well, the simple answer is it's the principal moment of our salvation. And and so it's here that we we are saved. Jesus did many, many good things. He taught many good things. He performed miracles. 
but it was his passion and death that really actually saves us that that, that changes the story from being Jesus to being a nice guy who did good things and can inspire us to our true faith, which is that Jesus God has come among us. And he gave his life for us. And out of that comes the resurrection. He rose from the dead. And that means salvation for us today. The events of Holy Week and Easter are are really present realities. It's not just the remembrance of an old event, uh, you know, like like an anniversary. It's actually the reality that Jesus um, did die for us and he lives today and that you and I saved through that cross. That's, that's the practical and, uh, and simple answer, but there's another thing, too. It's the depth of Jesus' love for us, of God's love for us. And one of the invitations I would extend next week is let yourself be loved. Mm. See how much you're loved? And Walk with Jesus on that road to the cross so that you can see, really experience that love of Jesus for you. Let yourself be loved. Let him let him reach into your very being and um and, and, and love him back. Love Jesus. Um so that that's why I think it's in, very important to make this week special. I'm a practical guy, um, and I wanted to get to Reconciliation Monday following Ash, or, uh, following this Sunday, uh, but on Monday, the March 29th is Reconciliation Monday. But before we get there, um, you, you said to let, us, let ourselves be loved. More practically, how could we do that during Holy Week? Well, one simple way is simply by, medita- is, is by meditating on the events of that week through through the scriptures. Now, our the Rosary and the Stations of the Cross are practical ways of doing it um, that that take these scriptures and bring them home to us. So you you might want to use those tools, the Stations of the Cross or the Sorrowful Mysteries of the Rosary. Um, but you could go right to the scriptures, read the Passion accounts, um, and while you do that, talk to Jesus. Talk to Jesus. Realize that he made this journey in love. Um, let him let him speak to you. And, uh, and, and say very simply, Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. As you look upon him crucified, Jesus, I love you. As you read how he endured the, the, the trial, Jesus, I love you. Um, another thing, especially Holy Thursday... Um, it's a lot of reading, but go to John's Gospel. Um, I, I say this a lot, especially at Confirmation. The Gospel of John has 21 chapters in it. Chapter 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17 are one dinner conversation and then followed by a prayer, and it's all about friendship. It's all about Jesus' love for his disciples, for his friends, and what he says to them he calls us friends too, so it, he's speaking to us. He's speaking very, very directly to us, and he talks about friendship. Um, you know, uh, no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. And you are my friends. Um, I am the vine; you are the branches. 
um, do not let your hearts be troubled. Have faith in God. You have faith in me as well. Um, so uh, that's that's actually maybe even you know the images of of Holy Week are important, but maybe spending time with those chapters of John's Gospel. 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17. It gets a little repetitive, and I, it takes a lot of work, but maybe just take pieces of it and, and, and recognize it for what it is. It's Jesus' conversation with you about the depth of his friendship and what he's calling us to. That's where you want to say, how do you let yourself be loved by Jesus? That's where he's telling you about how much he loves you, and that's just before he's about to pick up the cross. I love your gentleness um, as you speak about our Lord. And speaking of gentleness, reconciliation is, to me, one of the gentlest sacraments we can receive. And you have set aside Monday, March 29th, as a Reconciliation Monday from 4 to 7 p.m. in all of our Catholic churches in the diocese. Indeed. So uh, Reconciliation Monday, um, I'm looking forward to it. It has a couple of aspects there. So um, this is an extra. We parishes have been offering reconciliation throughout. Um, we've had penance services, the regular confession times. I'm very impressed, by the way, by the uh, generosity of um, the availability of reconciliation here in this diocese. So uh, that, that much is a good thing. Um, but ta- we're taking it a step further and using this uh, Monday of Holy Week to set time aside for reconciliation. So, so first of all, um, it's meant to make it easy. Meant to make it easy for the regular person, the person who regularly goes to confession, so that you can say, "All right, let me get this done during Holy Week." Um, there are people who make the habit of um, confession at Advent and uh, Lent. So, um, here's your chance, and that's good. That's a good thing. Here's your chance. Um, and, um, and so please avail yourself of it, but also it's an opportunity What we're hoping by using the lawn signs and talking about it more broadly that maybe people who've been away, whether they're away just because they've got, they're regular at mass, but they've gotten out of the habit or they're not sure what to say, or they're not, um, really it's it's hard even to be conscious of their sin or maybe because they're embarrassed about it and this is a great chance you know it's one of those you get lost in the crowd <laughs> 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 you know and um and and so here's an opportunity to go and if you've been away from for a while come and be welcomed come and be welcomed but there's another piece to this that I think makes reconciliation monday um special it's an act of love and generosity on the part of our priest. This is all of our priests in an act of love saying, we're going to stand together and dedicate this time that all of us are going to be doing this together. So it's a bond of solidarity for us as priests. Mm-hmm. And then, but, but in, a, in a corporate act to say, we all want to serve our people in this way. And so um, we're going to... Get, um, dedicate this time all around the same time so that imagine that imagine the graces going on in this diocese as in many other dioceses this week as all of our priests dedicate themselves to the reconciling love of god in the sacrament of reconciliation wow talk about powerful right powerful sign but powerful reality um 
And so that's one of the reasons I'm really very excited about this, that this is, uh, this is a common work. And, and this is something that came from the priest, not from me. Um, it came from the priest in a couple of different uh, fora. And um, I'm impressed that, that they would want to do this. Um, but wow, what an act of love. We want to say to you that we love the gift that God has given to us in this great sacrament um, and, and thank God for his mercy. But we love you. Mm. We love you. We love you so much that we want to be able to make it as easy as possible. I often talk about the idea is it's supposed to be a no-brainer. Now I know here in in Central Ohio it's a little bit more complicated because we have priests covering multiple parishes. So in some of those places it has to be worked out. But but by and large, to say that every Catholic church between I think it's four and seven. Is that right? Yeah, four and seven on Monday. Four and seven. That between every Catholic, in in just about every Catholic church, between four and seven on Monday, you can just drop into a Catholic church and go to confession. And that all of our priests are going to be gathered, uh, are going to be united doing the same thing. Um, you know, so so that's that's the love that we want to express to you, that we want to make this an easy um and happy experience of God's great mercy. Let yourself be loved this next week and enter into this holiest week coming up next week. And especially um, if you have the opportunity, uh, take part in Reconciliation Monday on March 29th. Uh, Bishop Brennan, could you close us with a prayer and a blessing? I will, and um, uh, and with a prayer request. So I'm going to ask you, uh, as you're listening to this, please pray for us, pray for uh, Pray for all of our priests during this Holy Week, and particularly on Reconciliation Monday. And then on Tuesday, we gather for the Chrismas. Pray for us as we renew our vows. But pray for us and for all those who will be approaching um, confession on Monday, especially people who might be a little nervous because they've been away. Pray that they may just know the goodness and, and the love of God. So let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. O highest glorious God, cast your light into the darkness of my heart. Give me right faith, firm hope, perfect charity, and profound humility, with wisdom and perception, O Lord, that I may do what is truly your holy will. Amen. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us, Bishop Brennan, for your weekly Faith Dialogue on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. And now we rejoin our regularly scheduled programming already in progress.